Okay. You want the Rod Serling voice? <laughs> well, I can do that. The events you're about to witness are of technicolored rainbows and dirty daddies. Tonight, we introduce you to one Scooter LaForge. Scooter is an artist living in the East Village with a penchant for SpongeBob, teddy bears, and men who can suck their own cock. Tonight, you'll travel to the underground and meet Scooter on The Fabulous D Show. With me, the artist D, right now. Tonight we're in for a real treat. Joining me is an amazing artist and human, Scooter LaForge. Welcome to the Fabulous D Show. Oh my god, thank you. That was such a sweet uh, <laughs> introduction. You're too kind, but thank you very much. It's true, it's true. I've been looking up, look, looking all over the, the web for you, and you're like this artistic explosion. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's crazy how it's happened. I, I'm just... You know, I, it was like overnight. I couldn't tell if it was like artistic like, explosion or artistic orgasm. I'm not sure. I mean, I, yeah, me neither. It's like, who knows what's going on? It's it's a whirlwind. Of, it's like a tornado. I have no idea. Yes, people have really no idea unless they actually see your art. But it's like a power-packed, colorful meltdown of imagery and stories and, and everything but looking at you at a glance your work and you without delving too deeply at first i think yeah. the question is where does your vision come from um it's it's i i have a, a library of i have this thing in my head where i look at tons and tons and tons of images i always have my whole life and they're stored up here like I, I have this this library of imagery in my head that it could be screen it could be a screenshot from a cartoon it can be from a porno magazine it could be from the sidewalk you know somebody's drawing on the sidewalk it could be like um, a Rembrandt painting it's it, it's it's just everything you know I mean I I get inspired by everything and I I'm a totally visual person. And have millions and millions of millions of uh, images stored in my brain, and they just come out free flowing. And what drives it out of you, or or does it just come? Um, it's pretty much it. It runs in my blood. I mean, I, I yeah. pretty much think it's in my DNA. I've it's it's been since I was like a kid. I I've always been like this, and I come. Both my parents are artistic, and I think yeah. I got their genes because um, my two sisters aren't at all so i feel like i got everything i mean i think it comes from my parents to be quite honest with you and your poor sisters they got nothing well they're they do <laughs> they do their well, own but, thing i'm but, sure i mean they're 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 no you know 
one sister, I mean, they're both good. They're both all good. <laughs> now, you were actually born, speaking of your parents, in Las Cruces, New Mexico? Yeah, I was born in Las Cruces, New Mexico. It's a very small town in the southwestern part of New Mexico. It's by Las it, you, You're from Las Vegas? I am. For, for yeah, a time, for a time. Do you know it? Do you know New Mexico? I, do, I know New Mexico quite well, yes. Yeah, it's one state over, or two states two over. Two states over, yeah. Yeah. And, and were you born and raised? Were you there for a while? Is that Born and raised. And it looks like a very, very small place. Very small town. And from what I hear yeah. from my friends in New Mexico, they, they said, you know, don't ever go there. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful, <laughs> and you, you, you probably would love to visit, but oh, sure. it... They, uh, you know, the artist D, I don't know if they would, <laughs> the artist D could make an appearance there, but she might, she might get bored after a couple of days. Mm. What yeah. do they think of Scooter LaForge now? Um, that's funny because, you know, I used to get like beat up in high school and junior high. Um, I used to get really bullied a lot. I was really, really total classic gay harass harassed person you know classic textbook got beat up got shoved things were written about me on the bathroom walls wow. my locker i would come back to my locker it would it, my last name is laforge uh -huh. they would say lafag oh and they would write that huge on my locker and and um you know i was pretty i've always been like this and been visually like i and even in high school i was like even worse i, I looked more like you you know, crazy and crazy. <laughs> Thank like, you. yeah. <laughs> um, but now, you know, all these people from my high school are writing me and getting a hold of me and, and really supportive and like telling me how proud they are. And people send me like boxes of stuff. They're green chili and chili is grown in New oh, Mexico. Yes. So I've heard been, about that. They send me chili and food and dolls and toys and. Really? You know, almost like fan letters from straight guys, girl, mostly mostly girls, but a lot of people are like stoked for me. You get anything from people who have beaten you up? I mean, yeah, really? like wow. people kind of like forget about that, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I have gotten messages from people that used to bully me, saying, "Oh, dude, you, you know, rock rock and roll, you're doing really well. I'm so proud of you," and I'm just like thinking, I don't, I don't go there because you know. Right. We're all young in high school, whatever. True. People are just, kids are just mean to each other. But I remember what happened right. and what people did to me. Trust me, and didn't forget. But I'm just glad that, you know, I'm inspiring them to write me. I mean, that's, that's an amazing thing. And I'm really a happy person now. I used to be so depressed. And did you get beat up in high school or made oh, fun of? Yes, made fun of, yeah. definitely. And I feel the same way as far as I, I was from a very small town in Pennsylvania. And yeah. after I became what I am and over yeah. here, yeah. And, and I was way away from there, that's that's what I got, was your whole town is behind you. We love you. I'm like, what? Yeah. Now you love me? I mean, you know what? I think I think we, the way I grew up made me push myself hard. I didn't Absolutely. have this, like, re revenge thing. Like, I'm going to show them. Right. But, like, I've always, like, you know, I don't know. I just did, I'm just doing what I love to do. I never wanted to do anything else I never tried to do anything else and you know finally something's happening for me to to where I can live off my artwork and be you know a legend 
I in think my you're hometown. definitely becoming a legend quite quickly. And in my own living room here, you know, a with legend, you. A legend in your living room with Annie yeah. Lennox. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and seeing you, because we've never spoken before, and your image, though, is while happy... I, yeah, I didn't I'm, expect. I didn't expect you to be quite this happy. Oh, in person. In person. Wait, because you're look. very, you're very daddyish. So I was expecting a little bit more serious. No, I'm not serious at all. That's fantastic. Yeah, we could totally have a kiki and be girl <laughs> girlfriends. Like we'll we'll have slumber parties and paint each other's toenails oh and God. watch watch <laughs> Grease and like put you know I'll put makeup on you. You can paint anything on me. Ever. It would have to yeah. be forever because like that's the kind. That's how I roll. I'm not a serious daddy person. I like you know. That's right. I kick it with my girls. Awesome. Because yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading the interviews you've done, and you know the, the paintings and people talking about the paintings of, of guys sucking their cock and everything. It's like yeah. You just think that's more of a serious person, but not really. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's why I actually don't do a lot of interviews just to keep people you know guessing yeah. guessing and let them get their own opinion you know i i don't really talk a lot about the paintings i, I let the viewers get their own story from them which is good i, I would never yeah. i do the same i don't want anyone to know I, well whatever they think it is that's what it is that's the, and that's probably better because sometimes people tell me stories behind the paintings and i'm like that's better than <laughs> what it really truly is so i'm just gonna shut my mouth and pretend like that's the reason i painted the painting and was it true that you started painting uh, more normal things at an earlier age? And no, were, I've always, always been, since I was six, and always, always crazy. Like, always, crazy. always the same way since, since I was a kid. That's fantastic. So yeah. you were artistic from the get-go. You knew who you wanted to be. Yeah. You just took off with it. And then yeah. you went to San Francisco? And then I moved to San Francisco, and... and um, lived my life there and was an artist and uh you know got into like a lot of trouble there and got into some major hardcore drug mm. scenes and that was my you know experience in San Francisco it's kind of your coming of age it it is and you know i draw a lot of inspiration from those times and i those 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 were really dark times mm. what, so what i got i, you? I to New York where, where did that what drove you this that direction um, I, I've always wanted to move here my mom got me the Andy Warhol diaries you know that big diary yeah. that probably when I was 10 years old and I read the whole thing cover to cover and I wanted to move here so bad and um, I spent like seven years in San Francisco and then one day I woke up and I said I'm moving I, I was in a small tiny studio in the Tenderloin this really bad part of town mm, yeah. and I I was like I'm not going to wake up here 20 years later and still live in this little studio i i gotta go and take a leap of faith and move there and it was in october of 2011 a month after Sept september you know 9 11 yeah. mm -hmm. i still came here and started my life and you know 12 years later here i am sitting in my apartment in new york absolutely fabulous so it's pretty much 
2011. That's that's not too long ago. So really, when you say it's all started it's, happening, well, I think it's 2001. Oh, 2001. Oh, okay. Yeah, 9/11. 9/11. Then. Okay. A month okay. after 9/11. So oh, I've been okay. for, I've been here for a good, you know. Yeah, 11 10, years. 11 years. Okay. So yeah. so it took a while. I mean, I've I've known of you for quite some time. I've seen your work around. So Yeah. You've been doing this forever, but you say it's it's just started you feel like it's just started to kind of blow up? No, you know, it it feels like I'm in I everyone I know I know there's stuff going on and, you know, people send me stuff on the internet where people pick up some of my work or kind of quote something that I say and they'll send it to me and like do you know that website, World of Wonder? I do. They just took a picture off one of my Instagrams and wrote this. They're like, oh, an artist, Scooter LaForge from New York City, just posted this. And I was like, whoa. You know, I mean, I'm starting to get, like, that kind of stuff. But uh-huh. I work from, like, 9 in the morning until 7 at night every day alone. So I don't really feel the right. the whirlwind going on around me because I'm create, you know, I'm painting in my studio by myself. And um, everyone around me kind of can, I can sense it by people's reactions when they start to get around me. Like, like last week in uh, uh, Key Foods, the grocery store here, yeah. mm-hmm. someone actually asked me, to, they said, oh my God, you know, are you Scooter? And I said, yeah. He's like, can I take my picture with you? Like, I, you know, I, I usually don't talk to people. And I was like, yeah, totally. And then he like sat, he, you know, we talked for like a half an hour in the, cereal aisle and <laughs> that kind of you know that kind of stuff that goes on yeah i mean i, I just assumed i guess you know when you when you see you online because yeah everyone's got their image and and all their work i mean you've got a lot of work so you would just assume that everybody knows you i can't believe world of wonder doesn't know you know you know you, you know? no they don't know me know me they just pulled they know me from from online present you know they need to they're, get to they're, know you. They're based they, out of L.A., so... you got to paint their toenails. Yeah. It, who, I think James St. James is the one that that is the connection, and he, he's written me letters that he... Do you know who that is? Oh, James yeah. Saint, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He wrote me a, a really nice letter saying he wrote he loved what I do, and he puts me on their website every now and then. We have never met in person, because they're, they're L.A., you know, based in L.A., and I, I don't go to L.A. that often. Yes, and this is... Morning to night, this is what you do. This is your only job. This is my only job, morning to night, almost every day. You lucky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so awesome. Yeah. And, and I heard, speaking of, of famous people and, and all that, I heard you and Animatronic have a crush on each other. We do, and I've known her for a long time. I've, I've known her for 20 years. I love her. Yeah, and... Um, We've always been very close, and every time I see her, it's like we're teenagers again. You know what I mean? Like, she's amazing. Do you do you talk to her? No, I'd like no. to, but no, I don't. She's really cool. She would love you. She she she's she's an amazing girl. Like, she's she she's she would fall in love with you. I mean, just just from like the pictures I've seen you, what you do, and now your personality that that I get to hear you. You, seems really, she seems really level, even now that they're kind of famous everywhere, kind of. She's I mean, totally yeah. level. And don't you think she's gorgeous? Like, oh, she is. She's totally. beautiful, and she keeps getting more and more beautiful the older she, she gets. I think she's 40. Really? Yeah, or 30, 38, 39, or 40. I mean, 
And I just think she's so pretty. Like I, I every time I see her, I'm like, oh my god, you're getting so, so much prettier and prettier. I hope she reads this so she knows I, that. I hope she does too. You need to tell her about me so we can talk. Yeah. Apparently, we're all. I'm well. I guess the artistic people. The older we get, the more fabulous we get. You're, it's true. You're kind because of striking me. Oh, go ahead. It, that's you got it right on the head. If you're artistic, you just get more and more fabulous because you get more and more layers and information of artistry under your belt. And therefore, you know more I mean? beautiful. And therefore, more beautiful. You're striking me as 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 a very Walt Cessna type of person. Well, you, me and Walt Cessna are best friends. We're brothers. Yes. We've had fights. And we, there's been years, we, we didn't speak for a year, really? we get to be friends again, we, we, we've we had our ups and downs, but we'll always be close. Yes, because he's, like, he's another ageless guy. Yeah, Walt's amazing. Walt is, Walt is, Walt is an artist through and through, 100%, much like me, I mean, he's a, you know, he's a photographer, we do a lot of collaborations. Did you talk to him? I did talk to him. We, we, yeah. We've been talking, story. yes. Yeah. You know how Walt is. He's crazy. He he's is like, crazy. he's he, he should have a talk show. Walt could talk to like a tree for two hours. <laughs> Did you? You probably weren't able to get a single word in edgewise, right? That was one of my more more wordy shows, I believe. He goes on and on and on and on and on, like he doesn't stop. But I do. Walt, that would be a great show. Walt Cessna talks to a tree. I would be weekly, he, 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 or he should sell something on QVC or HSN. Like they, yeah. those people need to like have the gift of gap. I'm kind of like a quieter, you know. Yes. I don't talk. I definitely don't talk as much as Walt does. No. no. But I can see the the very brotherliness between you. I can yeah. see how that would be. There's definitely a we have we have there. we have utmost respect and love for each other, in a brotherly way. And like I said, we have had our ups and downs. Well, I'm not, not gonna. I'm not gonna candy coat it. Walt and I have had like he's publicly gone on Facebook and called me an asshole, really? and pronounced his hate for me, in a, in a blackout, wow. a drunken blackout. Yeah, and then that that was one of the, that sparked one of our fights, but then we come back together. You know what I mean? I I know that's not Walt talking to me. Right. It's the demons that he's bat battling sure. inside of him. So I I just don't take. I've learned not to take that stuff personally. And that's and, a true uh, friend. Yeah, and I love him, and I respect what he does, and he totally respects what I do, and we create a lot of magic, magical work together, and, you know. I know. And yeah. your art is kind of described as pop art, which do you feel now, now that label is not as, I don't know, it's, it's kind of pop art's going into mainstream, I hate to mention like, names, you know. Like Gaga, right? Yeah, that's that's the one that comes to mind. When I was reading that, I thought, "Oh God, art pop," and that's her shit. Yeah. What are your I thoughts think, on this? I I don't know. I'm a painter, and when I think of pop art, I think of like Andy Warhol and stamping, like screen printing, just photographs. You know, he took the Elvis Presley and Liz Taylor, and maybe doing the Coke bottles. I hand paint everything and I think my work is more like you know hands-on like I would put myself I mean I do call it pop art just because I use a lot of popular pe popular cultural phenomena in my paintings but layered on top of like Dutch 
I'm very inspired by Rembrandt and, and Dutch classicism, and I'm inspired by um, abstract expressionists. So it's all layers of all this stuff. I'm inspired by cartoons, vintage cartoons. I'm inspired by my friends. Um, Joey Arias, I just painted a beautiful portrait of him. And, um, you know, if I, I painted a portrait of Walt. I painted a portrait of my friend Chris Fox, who's another photographer. Do you know Chris? I don't, no. Okay. Well, people, people I love and who are around me and I get to know their personality, I always want to paint their picture. So, pop is one layer of the stuff that I do, for sure. And I just met Lady Gaga, and I love Lady Gaga, and I love her song, Applause, and I love the album. And I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Lady Gaga's, like... I really am. I, I I buy all her music, and you know I'm not a hater. That's good to the, hear. Are you? No, I'm. I'm actually not. I really do like her. I really do too. I mean, you have to remember, she's 24 years old. Oh, and that's that's kind of that's all I have okay. to be reminded of. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, like I th- I was at this art auction, and she was sitting right behind me, and I'm like, she's like a a child. She's <laughs> like a, she's just a girl. You know, you yeah. know, 24 year old girls are kind of insecure, sure. and they're very like aware of them themselves and she's just a kid like um yeah so i I get what she's doing and and i but i understand people's sometimes well some people's the uh, anger towards that but really on most levels i I do understand what's going on there and i think it's fabulous i think that's i do too i i love it i'm just going on record right now to say that i don't know how she oh pop art or art pop art pop yeah, I, I like it, and I love I love Madonna too. Oh, I love Madonna. Yeah, we're, we're and I know Madonna. Gaga copies Madonna, but Madonna copies everyone too. So don't even try that. You know, don't even try saying that because exactly. I'll list twenty things right now that Madonna copied. So don't even go there. Like I, I can't. I just don't get that when people go online and say that. It's like Madonna copied so many people in her videos. Why are you pull, Why are you doing this with Lady Gaga? Right. I mean, it, they they both copy. I don't know. It's like, and they both seem well, especially Gaga admits it. So I mean, it's it's she knows. Oh, Gaga her, admits know, it. Yeah, she's, she's they, paying yeah. homage to those people. You know, it's, it's and look, and Lady Gaga is extremely talented. Like, she's a really brilliant songwriter, pop songwriter. Yes. Pop yeah. Song, definitely. Yeah. What is your um, fascination with cartoons? Cartoons are like my sleeping pill, my like, they make me feel safe, they make me feel, I watch cartoons every night before I go to bed and they put me to sleep. Um, I, love the, the, I love the colors and the drawings of vintage cartoons and just, it's one thing that stuck with me since I was a kid and I've always kind of collected old comic books and I, I collect old vintage cartoons and I take a lot of screen captures from those, these cartoons and I do use those in a lot of my paintings. So I just love the way they look. Visually, it, it, visually cartoons really soothe me and make me feel safe. What's your favorite cartoon? Oh, I'd have to say Popeye and Casper the, old Casper the Friendly Ghost. Um, Space Ghost oh, yeah. is one of my all-time favorites. Um, Speed Racer, uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, Late 70s, early 80s. Definitely, definitely all has yeah. that, that similar theme. G- I can Jira, see He-Man, anything by Filmation. I love He-Man. 
Yeah. Crazy. Crazy Batman. Yeah. Well, I love Skeletor, actually. I love Skeletor. <laughs> he, that, those guys were hot. They were. <laughs> I used to, like, get really hot and bothered by He-Man and all those guys in She-Ra and He-Man. They were really beautiful. And I, I still think they're really sexy. Exactly. Now, your work includes plenty of homoeroticism and gay porn, which is, of yeah. course, intriguing to some. And uh, some ask why. Um, you know, it's, I would, I would say that's, a, in my whole library of paintings, 5% of it has, and I wouldn't even call it gay porn, has some of my fantasies in it. I've only done a few hardcore gay paintings, the one that you mentioned before of the guy sucking his own dick, right. that just gets reblogged all over the place, and I've had to recreate that painting in different versions about seven times. <laughs> but that's it. And I painted those paintings almost 10 years ago. Wow. So it's it's a very small portion of the whole gamut of what I do. Yes. And the reason people, you know, really associate that with me is because those images are the ones that get reblogged the most on Tumblr, Instagram and Facebook and they 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 garner the most attention, that's for sure because sex sells. Okay. But it's only those self-sucking and it's one guy and he's sucking his own dick, like, you know. Yes. Well, I, just, you know, I don't think many people, oddly enough, know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do. I've, I've introduced that. I've made that pop yeah. art and brought it into the popular culture. But that that's it. I mean, that's that's all that I've done right. as far as, like, gay homoeroticism. It's very little, very few paintings. Well, it kind of sticks with you. It does stick with you, yeah. And, and, that, more, and that's, a, that's a great compliment. Thank and, you. And, and the more you, you get more and more famous, it's going to be, you know, 20 years from now, they're still going to say, so about that guy sucking his cock. They are. And trust me, yeah. th those paintings were from, um, I would say, 2004 or 2005. <laughs> so that's almost 10 years ago. Yep. And you'll be like all these other celebrities who are like, oh, God, that was so long ago. <laughs> right. Did, did you not see what I've been doing for the last 20 years? Right. Yeah. Hi, it's me, Frank Atolo, and at this very moment, I'm listening to The Artist D. I'm dropping the F-bomb right now. Fabulous. There. Want to hear it again? Fabulous. There. Want to hear it again? Fabulous. There. Want to Okay, I was skipping. Fabulous D. Fabulousness. It's Funktastic on Transtastic.com. Where can you hear independent music, underground opinion, and more? Tune in to 4Culture Radio at 4Culture.com. We're unearthing the underground audibly. It's weird. It's very weird. When you're naked all over the internet, it can go one of two ways. Um. Juiced Talk Radio. It's juicy. Juicetalk.com. Here, Frank Catolo's Catolo Chronicles. Imagine if there were. Imagine if, like, there were companies that made cookies, and they only got together to make like one a certain amount of cookies for a certain amount of time. Okay. Transistor by Velvet Steel. 
you know, you've got short nipples, you've got long nipples that stick up from the body, you've got big areolas, you've got small areolas, you've got different colors, you've got hair growing off them, you've got everything going on, you've got veiny nipples, you've got all kinds of different things. But for some people, they have really small nipples. And the Fabulous D Show by me, the artist D. You bring I'm, this out in me. <laughs> I know. And this is that's why this is so unique, because you could do a million of your own shows. And, yet and I would never do this talk. there, no. <laughs> exactly. You'd never start saying, who did they suck off to get that? <laughs> All at Juiced Talk, archived for your listening pleasure. JuicedTalk.com This is Becky Cannon, and you're listening to The Fabulous D Show. This is Campus Christmas, and as mad as a box of frogs. And don't forget to sign up on Transtastic.com, the most fabulous transcendent social network site in the world. Hi, we're noblesse oblige. You're listening to Four Culture Radio. Our artist is fabulous. Welcome back to the Fabulous D Show, broadcasting from Earth. Even more amazing is your T-shirts. Thank you. Which are now at Patricia Field in New York. It, yep. Exclusively at Patricia Field. They're at Patri- they're at Patricia Fields. I really, have, really need to get some. Yeah. Um, those kind of took off by a chance. I just needed make, to make money. And I started painting on T-shirts. And I called the store cold. I just picked up the phone and said, you know, hi, um, I make t-shirts and I was really, you know, you don't do that. No. And especially at Patricia Field where they'll like read you to filth and hang up the phone. But they're like, well, send us pictures and um, we'll take a look at them. And I sent them pictures and they bought the collection and it's a perfect home for the t-shirts. It's it's just perfect. It they they The salespeople love them. The clients that go in there love them and they do really well. And Miley Cyrus just bought some. Um uh-huh. Miley. Uh, yeah. Uh, and a uh, dude that won Project One Runway commissioned me to do a bunch of stuff for him. Okay. And Karen O from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Okay. A bunch of them. Um, um, Nicki Minaj has some. That does not surprise me. Yeah. Um, it fits her well. Yeah. And, and they're a blondie. Deborah Harry has a lot of pieces that I did, and I just did the the official Blondie concert T-shirt. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm obsessed so with Blondie. Well, Debbie Harry. I think she's coming to Vegas. If you if you happen to go see her, you'll see the T-shirts on their merchandise table. Fabulous. I saw her here. Oh God, I don't know. It was like seven years ago now, probably. But she was in with yeah. Cindy Lauper, and I saw her first time and thought, I have oh, to. Oh, Cindy Lauper. Two just bought. Yes. She she. <laughs> We, I, she bought some pants that this friend of mine and myself made and wore them on her tour for, for her concert. Wow. Well, it, they're very colorful. And yeah. Do you paint them when you create them originally? Do you paint it on a, a shirt? I just use white T-shirts, and that's what I start with. I like how they're just, you know, they're kind of dirty. Like, literally, they look kind and of I filthy. Dirty. I make them look old, dirty, filthy, oil-stained, pit stain. I want them to look like they're 20 years old. It adds to it. I like it when, you know, it looks like someone threw coffee on me. It's just great. Yeah. And your sculptures. You have sculptures too, and they're at Barney's. You're everywhere. You're everywhere important. Yeah, I I just, I have a big uh, t-shirt monster that's at Barney's. I have a bunch of sculptures in the Pat Field store right now. Um, I 
every time I have a solo show here at my gallery, I do some sculptures and I put them in the gallery. And the sculptures garner a lot of attention, too. I bet. Well, they're huge and they're awesome. They're huge. Yeah, that the monster at Barney's is six feet tall. That's amazing. Now, you say at, at the gallery, where do you usually... Oh, it's, it's a gallery called Monk, M-U-N-C-H Gallery, and it's here in New York City on the Lower East Side. And you're there often? I have a show yeah. there once every two years, a okay. solo show, and then sometimes I'm in group shows there. Usually, the artist that she represents, you only get one show every two years. So I just had a sh my next show is going to be in spring of 2015. Fabulous. Yeah, Walt and I are going to the UK at the end of this, uh, at the end of October for a, sh a show we're doing together. Mm -hmm. And where's that going to be in the UK? That's going to be in Manchester. Of course it is. Yeah. My favorite place in the UK is Manchester. Yeah. Me too. Lots of fabulous people there. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, and I, I was on your Tumblr last night, and I just couldn't stop scrolling because your Tumblr is much like all of your art. Yeah. And, and I think I saw the most awesome photos of Brett Gleason I've ever seen. Brett is one. Of, he's an amazing musician. Have you interviewed him or met him? Oh yeah. We, he, yeah. He sang the or no? He donated part of his um, one of his rec, uh, singles to the. Fabulous D Show theme song last year. Oh my yes. God, you're so lucky. I love Brett. He's beautiful and he's such a nice man and really supportive. He is. He's it's just sweetest. great to have all these people around here. You know, I I'm, I've surrounded myself with the most amazing artists and the, the the my circle and army of friends that I have keeps growing and they're all amazing. I think it's so important to surround yourself with amazing artists if you're an artist, because it's inspiring in all arenas, whether you're a singer, a photographer, an actor, a dancer, a performance artist, you know, anything. I, I just get inspired by all these people. That's, those are, that, I would say that's my biggest inspiration is most my friends around me who create and add culture, culture to the world, you know. And it's a Much like yourself. I mean, you're, you're putting it out there for people. And it's a beautiful thing, and I think that stuff that, that you do makes the world go around. It's like we all need each other, you know? We do, because there's not that many of us, No, it or not. And, and it's like such a beautiful gift to have the know-how and the insight to, like you're getting a hold of me, you got a hold of Walt, you're making everyone, you're making all of your fans um, aware of what we do, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing and um, I just think that that's what life is about like I don't want to sit behind a desk all day typing and pushing papers until I'm 50 until I'm 60 years old you know what I mean like no I do I'd rather be an artist and not have health insurance and you know live my life exactly what what do you think the world needs most right now um probably just like tolerance of everything that scares everything that is seemingly different people need to be accepting and tolerating of different cultures different lifestyles around the world so in other words you know if you're not used to gay people get used to it and deal with it and accept it if you're if you're not you be, just be open to the way other people live be open like in Thailand people sleep on the floor 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I watched this documentary. I sleep on a mattress on the floor because I saw this man in Thailand. He slept on a mattress on the floor, and I thought it was really cool. I mean, that's kind of a stupid example, but no. I think the world needs to tolerate and, and be more accepting of things that are different to them and the things that might frighten them. Well, the bigger and more connected we get, the, the, the less tolerant we seem to be, which is I know. Odd. I had this like men's smoking jacket on. It's, it's like a leopard print jacket. And I dressed as a guy. I had like a baseball cap on and high tops. And it's a men's jacket, but it's leopard print. And these, ki- these guys drove by me. And they're like, that's a, that's a woman's jacket, you faggot. Like, I feel like, I'm like, are you serious? Like, you idiot. Like, you're so stupid. Like, you're really yelling at your car to me like that's a woman's jacket. And who cares if it was? It happens to be a men's jacket, and it's what like that's what does it matter the, exactly? The idiots that I have to deal with here in New York sometimes, and you know it's still like that, like which is amazing. I mean, it it is New York after all. It's supposed to be New York, yeah, open-minded, crazy, artistic, but mm-hmm. it's gotten well as as you've seen while you're there. It, it's cleaned up. It's always cleaned up more and more and more. It is, yeah. And I'm sure it's much different, but do you find, I mean, do you love it? Is that where you're going to oh, be? Oh, yeah, I love it here. I'm, I have so many roots planted here. I, I'm I'll probably, I'm going to die. It's, I don't know if I'll die here, but I do love it here. My life changed the day I moved here. I, I felt this, the, when I flew into the city, I was like, I, okay, I'm home. I, I got here. And I, I felt that and... Ne- I've never been one of the, you know, there's a lot of people that complain about living here, and I hate it here, but they stay here. I've never complained about staying here. I've always loved it. It takes a, a certain type of personality to live here. You have to be really, I think, spiritually, you have to have your spirit and your mind and your physical health, but you have to be spiritually in tune somehow to deal with this city. Because it's a lot of pushing, a lot of waiting in line, a lot of shoving, a lot of I ride my bike everywhere. I'm getting hit, almost hit by cabs. And I mean, oh you just have to like, sometimes it can get really anxiety ridden. Well, that's why I left the East coast. It was just very jam packed and yeah. hurried. And West yeah. coast is so yeah, laid back, mellow, less yeah. people hitting you with their car. Yeah. Uh, Although there's still plenty in LA, you know they're all over you. But yeah, it's like a mini New York. So, so you're not a not a West Coast fan, not a not an LA person. I love I love LA too. I think it's beautiful there. I love all the orange trees, and I I love the LA vibe. I just don't think I could have the career that I have that I've made for myself here. There, I I think really I need to be here, and I think moving here is a big part of the reason why I am where I am today is because I'm in New York City. Yeah, I don't think I would look at your creations and think L.A. I'd think New York. I'd yeah, it's gritty. It's gritty. city. It's, you know, it's sexy. It's dirty. It's, you know, beautiful. It, you know, it's... L.A. has a different aesthetic, for sure. So being so, you know, you're an artist. It's what you do. It's It's forever and ever... And and I hate to ask the cheesy question of what's next. And I know you have a show coming up in Manchester, but what do you see for yourself forever and ever? What's in Scooter's crystal ball? Oh, for some some goal for like long term. Yes, long term goals. goals. I want to be on Sesame Street. Really? 
Who's your Who's your favorite Sesame Street I character? I want to be with like Oscar the Grouch and like sing a song or paint something. I, I that's that's one of my dreams. That's fantastic. Yeah, Me- like remember that man that used to paint on Sesame Street? He'd paint numbers. Yes. I kind of want to do that, or like just be an artist, be like an artist, quote unquote, on Sesame Street, like with the kids and stuff. That's one of my dreams. Oscar's um, one of my favorites. Yeah. Him, him and his little worm friend. I really like that worm. Yeah. I don't know if that. I don't I watch TV at all anymore, but I don't know if they, yeah. they killed the I worm be, or not. I will be on Pee Wee's Playhouse, which is coming back in 2014. Which is amazing news, absolutely. Yeah. I, I want to be on his show, and I want to be like, you know, Scooter the Artist, come on, come in and play, you know, whatever. Come play. I want to create, mon- you know, characters for him. Um, that I could see happening easily. I want to like have a show at the new museum here, maybe one day. Um, you know, I want to have a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, I want to rule the world. All right, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm glad you got that. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad someone finally said it. <laughs> yeah, I was. One of us had to have said it before the, the yes. night's over. Yes. Oh my God. Well, I think those are ambitious and and very reasonable plans and goals. Yeah. Dave, come on, let's do it. Let's work. Do you know anyone who works at Sesame Street? No. I could probably well, have better luck getting in touch with Pee Wee Herman than than Oscar yeah, the Grouch. Yeah. I don't, I've I've heard uh, Sesame Street's gotten very Disneyfied, you know, just not it, it not has. as it's gritty. Deborah Harry was on Sesame Street. Really? Yeah. I mean, recently or back in no, the day? No, way yeah, back, back in the day. Yeah. Well, they used to have all sorts of fabulous people. Fabulous. No, I think that would be good. You could definitely, you know, gritty it up with Oscar. I'd like that. That'd be fun. Yeah. So, where can we buy your art? The art, you can get it through the gallery, M-U-N-C-H gallery. They have a whole section of my paintings on there, and and the woman who runs the gallery's name is Leah, and she's a a really, really amazing art dealer. She's been following my career for years and is a really huge supporter of my work and had a big, big helping hand in my getting the the Pollock Krasner Foundation grant i was a recipient that oh. this is probably the biggest thing that's happened to me in my whole life tell me about that well i i it took four months i applied for the pollock krasner foundation grant it's it's a grant that they award to artists in, in the u.s hmm. and um there's a lot of paperwork and uh you have to be a full-time artist and you have to be you know legendary and like amazing so I was, she's like, why don't you apply for this? And I was like, I'll never get it. Don't even, you know, I've applied for so many things. And then I did it and I got a phone call saying, you know, Scooter, this is, this is Charles Bergman. I'm the president and CEO of the Krasner, the Pollock Krasner Foundation. And we, you just got awarded this grant. Wow. And it's a huge grant. It's a big deal. Like in the art world, it's like, is- you know. It's like winning a Tony Award or, yes. or winning a Grammy. Wow. Well, that further solidifies your awesomeness and, and everything you. that you do. That's very good. Yeah. Big it congratulations was really, for that. You know, it was, it was a 
really big surprise that I got it. Like, and it just, you know, it it just that like, um, on your resume opens so many more doors because people, sure. you know, once people see that on there, they're like, oh, okay, he's serious. It's not somebody who's just doing it as a hobby or you know whatever. And I can, and the cool thing is, is I can rec- I can start to recommend my friends who awesome. I think are deserving of the award. And I have a lot of friends who I, who I are, am going to recommend for it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So we can get your art at, at the gallery. We can get your t-shirts at Patricia Field. And I think also online at Patricia Field. Yeah. Awesome. Anything else we need to get of you and buy um, of you? <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, that's, that's all that I'm going to like, you know, we just throw throw money in, is, in your G string. This or isn't anything. like a QVC show. It's no, like no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it's not. No, no, that's that's yeah, Patricia Field and the and then Monk Gallery for the paintings. Fabulous, and we can see you on your website scooterleforge.com, and also on your Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr and Facebook, Tumblr. Yeah, and Facebook. Yes, I need to add I you. I haven't in, in all really questions. updated my website in a few years. It's mostly it's mostly about Tumblr for me. Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. Well, websites have unfortunately become quite antiquated. They really have, right? I know it's been very difficult for. I think it's me. like because of Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and um, oh, um, Twitter. It, I don't know. I mean. It you don't need a us. website anymore. No, no, it killed all of us website superstars like myself. It was it's just it's not been pretty. Yeah, that's crazy the how that happened. Like yes. it really is. Like you had a really famous web your website was it was like crazy like busy. Did it did yes. you get did your numbers fall? Oh yeah, definitely. That was that, a big big MySpace Facebook was a very crushing era for for me and people like me. Yeah, cuz my friend um I have a couple friends who had big time blogs and websites that people used to go to all the time that with with Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, you know, their their numbers diminish cuz people people get their news and their exactly. you know whatever on those other sites that are like spunt I don't I don't know why I'm not even pretend to like <laughs> No, it's because it's right there. It's in front of them. It's in front it's, it's, of them. Yeah. They, they get it right away. But, yeah. you know, I, I stayed. I persevered. It's okay. Yeah, I'm that's... still here. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you have certainly made our evening, so I thank you so oh, much. Thank you. And we will definitely will keep in touch. And happy and excited that you contacted me. And, you know, I loved the, the piece about Walt. Oh. Thank you. Yes, we, we need you in. I think you're going to be in the magazine, I believe. Uh, for Which culture, one? For Culture Magazine. Oh, our, y- yeah. I mean, our, our little endeavor. I think this was either a tie into that or something. I don't know. I, I'm just the executive editor. I know nothing. Okay. <laughs> now, are you gonna are you gonna do are you gonna pull pictures off the internet and stuff? Like, or do I have to do we, any of that? We'll probably ask you for some. Okay. Anything you need, just let me know. We will let you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So I thank you very much, Scooter LaForge. Thank you. And you take care. We will talk again. That sounds beautiful. Thank you so much. Have a great night. All right. Ciao, ciao, Angel. Ciao, ciao, Angel. Love it. That was Scooter LaForge. I am the Artist D. I thank you for tuning in tonight. Hear this and more, so much more, at thefabulousdshow.com. Oh, 
And as always, thanks to Derek Bishop for our theme song. Until next time, stay fabulous, but don't stay seated. Good night.